I think I hit record. Let's get it. Wow. There's our REC at the top right of my screen. There you What's go. Confirmation. What's popping, man? How y'all doing? What's going on? What's going on, guys? Yo, I just feel like we we had like a whole little pre-conversation. It was just flowing so well. It was. But, uh, we don't got the time limit because we're cheap asses. So 40-minute cap today. But we're here with my brother, Dro. Yo, 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 yo. We're here with my other brother, Jeremiah, the God. Hello, everyone. Has it, did anybody like fuck up your name? Jeremiah or Jeremy? Like, what are Jer- uh, Jeremy? I fucking hate the name Jeremy, but. And they, they say Jeremy? Yeah. Or I worked for one guy and he was calling me Jermaine. And I was like, that doesn't even sound close. Oh, he did and not even hear you. <laughs> no, I was like, oh. Jeremiah. And he's like, Jermaine. And I was like, Jeremiah. And he's like, okay, Jermaine. Yo, like, I hate Jeremiah people. Like, Bro, I was in name, though. Like, that's in the Bible and shit. So I feel like motherfuckers would know that. Exactly. But. Jeremiah? That's hard. I was at um I was at Travel Smoothie and there was two like a, a lady, like a like a mom. Yeah, Yo, you upgraded it. What? You upgraded the time limit? No, I didn't. That says the meeting has been upgraded by the host and now hey, includes unlimited yo. minutes. I'm gonna be sick. Hey man, just keep the ball rolling, but it doesn't look like we're capped. I don't know, Jeremiah, did you Jeremiah, did you get that? No, I just seen the three of us on my phone. All right, fuck it. I'll take uh, it. I'm about to get charged OD. <laughs> I'm going to be sick. Um, So I was at Chopper Smoothie with a mom, right? It looked like she was a mom. And then there was, like, another teenager, but she was a girl. So there was three of us in there, two girls, and then me. And then the dude comes out, I was like, Dante? And I was like... <laughs> And then, like, it's my, he's like, and then he says my order. I'm like, oh, it's me. And, like, it's Ant. I, I always say like, A-N-T. I don't know where the fuck they got Dante from, but, um, but yeah, man. Jeremiah, yeah. Whenever I make, like, an order and they ask for my name, I always give them either my dog's name or whoever I'm with. I never give my name. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start giving my middle name, which I started the other day. Um, because I feel like I have a middle name and I don't use it for anything. So, <laughs> so you know that makes sense. That makes so what's your sense. middle name? Antonio. Yeah, right? if you're talking about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's about yeah, you? If I ever hear that, Carlos. yeah. If Carlos? I ever hear my middle name, I'm, you know, I'm getting yelled at. I'm about to get my ass roasted. That's a fact. Yeah. Man. Whenever I heard Jeremiah, I was like, oh fuck. But because I get called, my dad calls me Pa. Or Jay. So Yo, I call everybody Pa or Papa. I know when you called me that, I was like, oh, this is my boy right here. Yeah, I do that all the time. All sorts mm-hmm. of people. Everybody at the store. I don't go, fuck. I be calling motherfuckers Pa. It's like a term of the, I feel like in, so if you realize in like this, I don't know if you follow like Spanish like singers, they all love each other, bro. They fucking call each other Papi. They fucking send hearts. It's like, um, like kissy faces. I love yous. It's like not as thug or that's not the right term. I was thinking about young thug that I was listening to him earlier. Um, it's not as hard as people like, I don't know, they don't, I feel like in the rap world, they don't really, I don't know what the fuck, mm-hmm. I don't even care. I'm not, no, I, I hear it. It's no, like hyper masculine. Like we're okay with like showing some affection or saying poppy and shit like that without it. it being weird. Yeah. Nah, I love the bros bro. I kiss all my niggas on the cheek. I give them hugs. I love my guys, man. Um, yeah, send me to my little podcast. 
Um, we're here today, joined by the God. Uh, and particularly, I wanted to hit Jeremiah up because of this whole quarantine situation. Um, I just, I've known Jeremiah for a few months now. Um, and I'm at Bro, it's been a year. Yeah, almost, right? No, it's been a year. I've been back for Oh, shit, yeah, now. yeah. And um, he's kicked my ass pretty time, plenty of many times and inspiring and he's always held me down with help me out with technique and shit mm-hmm. um and one thing i appreciate about you is your mind uh i like to Thank surround you. myself by people with people who who inspire me um i'm not someone who's afraid to show love to my people and mm-hmm. i feel like with you do i know every little aspect about you no have we had every little dark deep secret conversation about our lives no but I've been around you enough to appreciate your mind and your mindset. Uh, whatever got you to that point, you know, maybe you discuss one day, maybe we won't, and that's fine. But um, you are different, bro, in the sense that there's a lot of people I, I've been around and there's just not, or maybe they don't show it, but I never met somebody so optimistic. And again, I'm sure you have your days, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, but of course. I'm still I'm still human. On a consistent level, bro, I really appreciate your presence and your mind. Thank and, you, man. Thank you. And I, you know, I want to talk to you today about this whole quarantine shit because instead of being, you, I feel like out of all people, you would be somebody who turned this into a positive. So talk to me about how this has been, man. Bro, so when this, like, first happened, I remember the, it was a Monday, March. 16th is when my dad sent me the like the news that um the gyms were going to be closed at eight and I was like nah I was like nah I was like gyms are gyms are going to be good but I remember after that like uh, rebel closed all the fitness centers closed and I was like fuck it I'm just gonna get fat I was like I'm just gonna eat I'm not gonna work out let me just interject real quick explain to the people what you do and how you and Tony met just in case people are clicking in for the first time, they don't know our history. So me, I, I'm a Muay Thai fighter, aspiring Muay Thai fighter. And uh, I've been in martial arts for nine years. And uh, for about like a year, two years, I've been training twice a day. And in one day I trained for, I think a total of four and a half hours, like with running, strength and conditioning, pad class. I go to two classes a day noon classes and two classes at night monday through friday saturday i go to two classes and i run before that and then sunday i take two classes also and me anthony and melvin and my other boy manny we do hill sprints and so i have to be forced to take a rest day because i just i keep going you know i'm I'm always hungry i'm never really satisfied with where i'm at and that's something i kind of dawned on me after my last fight, but you know, I trained very vigorously. And so I feel like that point is extremely important. Like we know, you know, and Anthony obviously knows more cause you guys train together. We know what the fuck you do mm-hmm. and your work ethic just in seeing you is fucking crazy. How often, how, how often you train. And then for something like quarantine to hit and stay at home orders, how has that life been like now? I'll let you resume just because I feel like we got to we got to put some justice by your name because you are a hardworking yeah. motherfucker that does a lot and that you just do it. You're very self-driven, which I respect, which is crazy. Um, Thank you. man. So now let's put that into perspective. Now we're stay at home order. We're like two months in. Like, 
how 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 has your time been like how do you keep yourself driven talk talk to us about that so i remember the first two weeks the first like week and a half i was just doing doordash and just not training i wasn't running i'd wake up like whenever i wanted and it it got to a point where i was waking up at before this quarantine i was waking up at like 4 30 like just to go work out before work and then in the quarantine i was waking up at 11 30 and i i would wake up and a week in i was like there's no structure in my life and because there was no structure and i started to gain a little bit of weight it was nothing crazy but i didn't have my abs i wasn't as defined and i just felt my energy like plummet just throughout the day and so i was listening to a lot of david goggins and his book uh can't hurt me and um just his story kind of made me put my own life into perspective and so just hearing his story i'm not going to give too much because i i'd love for you guys and whoever's watching this to read or read or listen his book can't hurt me but i decided one day i looked myself in the mirror and i was like you're a worthless piece of shit you're a weak bitch because you got yourself here and we know what we're capable of and there's no fucking excuse and i straight up was telling myself this i have a whiteboard that says don't be a fucking pussy on my board so that way i remind myself daily to just keep going yeah man don't be a fucking pussy and i tell myself that and i call myself just like how you know we train at and you hear me like yo come on that's all you got like let's go jeremiah i still do that and it's just now it's to make me work when there's no place to work at right you know so after the first week and a half two weeks i i ate all the bad food and i was like i can't let this go to waste so I ate all the bad food and it, it hurt. It was like two quarts of ice cream and two bags of chips two and a box of cookies. quarts of ice cream. What's the ice cream of choice? Uh, mint, but I got some chocolate, chocolate chip. Oh, it's so good. I can't even, it's my first, the first time I ever got chocolate ice cream, to be honest. And it's really good, but I'm more disciplined now. Yeah, yeah. mint is like such an underrated flavor, but. It is. It really is. I like so, for those Girl Scout cookies. I forget which. was that? I forgot what the fuck that thin is. Mints? Thin mints. Yeah, thin mints is fire. Yeah. Mm, the peanut butter ones, man. You can never oh, go wrong yeah. with those. Tagalongs, which is fire. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. So. And so what? Oh yeah. Now you good. And so I just remember when I started to like call myself. Like when I started to be like my own drill sergeant. You know, I was just like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, is this? is this it? Like, like, what, what are we doing? And then I thought like, had I continued down the path I was going in the beginning of this quarantine, I was like, when things go back to normal, I'm going to be completely fucked. And that's no one else's fault other than my own. And so I was like, I'm not trying to feel that way because I felt that way. I've let myself down willing, knowingly. And I tried to like pretend that it wasn't, but I kept it real with myself. I was like, nah, I was like, we're, we're going to be this weak piece of shit. And I'm tired of being that, you know, I'm tired of, I'm t- sick and tired of being sick and tired, mm. you know? And that's really what it boiled down to. I was like, I'm tired of having to start back up. You know, I was on a good, I was on a good roll. I had momentum high. Like I was training and I was like, and 
in a week and a half, you know, things fucking changed. I was like, I can't do much. And so I remember I ran six miles and I had never run more than five ever in my life. And so after that time, I, I kept myself accountable. I was like, I'm going to run right now. And instead of thinking about it, I just did it. And it fucking sucked every second because I went from not training to doing more miles that I ever, than I ever did. Granted, it was one more mile, but it was one more mile than I ever did. And then I remember just that first day, I felt who I was kind of come back, like the fit, like the fit Jeremiah come back and everything. And then with that came the mindset of like a champion, of a, of a fighter, of a work, of a, someone who has a great work ethic, backed by the self accountability I had got from David Goggins's book. And so since then, man, I went to Walmart. I got myself a pull-up bar, the Iron Gym. Hey. I, do, I try to do a hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups a day, and some ab rolling. But I do that, and I ride my bike like you guys saw me yesterday I, I ride everywhere i try to ride everywhere yeah you pulled you know, up so. on us yesterday hey, yeah, man, he was man. getting a little backyard uh workout in at the uh middle school mm-hmm. uh, yo when i saw you guys i was like shit i want to go get my gloves <laughs> yo man bro i didn't like, even have my shits either <laughs> like you said it before and i guess we can all talk about it because you know we're not getting too deep into shit but we're very big on health and fitness. Me and Tony always keep each other in check. Like, you know, we look at our weight and our mm-hmm. figure and, you know, in the I'm past nowhere year, where I have to be. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, you're comfortable with your skin. Like we, there's a lot of self-love that we do. And we, we talk to each other and we talk to ourselves, which is really important. But the biggest, biggest thing about quarantine, which is crazy. And you said it, it was like, no one's on top of you. Like you're responsible no for your own self-development. And it's like, you knew that. But like, you know, you got your nine to five, you got your, your, your classes. If you do jits, Muay Thai, whatever, you know, you got your personal life, but then now it's like, take all that away. You're alone. No one is on your back. No one is is telling you to go run laps. So it's like, do I stay here and, uh, and develop these bad habits, wake up at 12, one o'clock, eat my, eat my daily, you know, my Uber eats at McDonald's every day. Like, what the fuck do I do? And I, like, I myself had that awakening is like, the first couple of weeks is cool because it's like you're back in high school almost where you're like you just don't really care about anything Not anymore. Shit, exactly. Yeah, like it felt very liberating. Right it felt very good. Like I don't have anyone on my back. I can bullshit all day. I can play my video games. I can watch my movies. And then a week goes by. But yeah. I just, you can't beat yourself up about that, though. Of course. Not to, not to say you did. I mean, you realized that you were going down a certain path and you're like, hmm, I like what you said when you're like, well, I can't let this go to waste. Because... You still enjoyed yourself. You realized you realized a problem. You're like, you know what? Like, it is what it is. I'm here. Now it's just time to fix it. So it seems like you didn't really punish yourself too much in, in the sense that you're not dwelling over it right now. You know what I'm saying? You're not like, oh, my right. God. He's like, so it is important, I think, to also mention that, um, yes, you, you realized it was wrong. But also, like, you know what I mean? There's only so much you can beat yourself up about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think it's important for people to, who who do find themselves beating themselves up that, you know, as long as you do some some self-digging and some acknowledgement and you can definitely change the circumstance, um, mm-hmm. fitness, life. It's like, not it's like adaptability, though. It's like, how do you adapt to these times? You know, you don't have access to a gym. You don't got your bags handy to you. So it's like, what the fuck do you but, do? 
You Let know? me play like devil's advocate here because like as somebody who's who wants to get his life together, bro, like I'm in such a weird place where like I want so much to change and you recognize you realize the problem and you want to change it, but just for argument's sake, um just and to give a little insight who people to people who might be stuck. What are some ways that I get over that that thing? Because it's so easy to like make those excuses. You know how hard it is to get up and go run, like no, bro. It's like, but like for somebody who who doesn't maybe has that crazy work ethic like you, bro. You don't need a crazy work ethic. What it, what 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 pushes you? Me, I guess. Like what? What, to, what are your I successes? Want. Like how do you? What makes you wake up and it's like, all right, bet. Let me wake up at six a.m. and then let me go run. Like, how do you mentally bro, bro. process it? So we all have a voice in our head, you know, when our alarm goes off, there's two, there's one that's loud and there's one that's quiet. And I found that most, well, most times we all listen to the voice that's loud, like I'll fuck this snooze button. But then there's that little one that's like, get up. But because it's not, it's not intriguing. It doesn't whet our appetite. You know, it's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And that's what makes me like, wake up and do it. It was like, I know no one wants to do it, so I'm going to do it. And I know that I wouldn't. I know that I didn't do it. And because I saw where it got me by not taking action, it was like, I don't want to get there. You know, I don't want to complain that uh, I'm out of out of shape or I'm out of breath when I'm running or that I can't do this, I can't do that. And again, in one thing, David Goggins' book, man, he says the only limitations we have are the ones we put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so there's nothing that, there's nothing that like literally stops me that is like, yo, how do you get past that? I just, I wake up, my alarm goes off. You just do I it. I say, fuck. Yeah. And I put my feet on the ground, you know, and that's it. it and that's, so I fight every, I fight every urge to go back to sleep, every urge. And it, it hurts, man. Like I'll wake, bro. It hurts so much. Like waking up and like, just getting my dog off my bed and it's early as shit. And I see no one else out there. And I'm like, yo, why do I got to do this? Like, why am I doing this to myself? And I was like, well, what's going to make me different from not that I'm even in competition with anyone else, but it makes me realize like, holy shit. Like when I'm done, when I'm done, then I'm like, damn, most people, especially during this quarantine are still asleep and i just finished a six mile run you know or like the other day yesterday someone was like oh no i get out at 6 30 from work i'm like yo fuck that job you know like you got to put yourself first because one thing i realized is i had a job as a trainer and when shit got tough they they let people go and so that's that's what that's how i look at circumstances with with um with everything you know with what was going on i i told myself i always tell myself you have two choices you can either fold under pressure right or like how do you how was a diamond made mm-hmm. by immense pressure oh, yeah. you know so i told myself it was like i can either fold like a fucking lawn chair again to my circumstances or i can put myself under more pressure when there's already enough pressure and then when everything ends like because this quarantine's going to end like this right. lockdown is going to end, you know, because if not, people are going to go crazy. But that's besides the point. And so what kind of I guess like what kind of like drives me 
is honestly, it's kind of sadistic, but I want to see when everything goes back to normal and people are going back to the gym, I want to see some people suffer and be like, oh, this is so hard, oh, oh, or complain. And then there's me banging out pull-ups, you know, doing rounds and rounds. And they're like, yo, like, how did you do this? And it was like, well, while you decided to fucking sleep in, I decided to get up. Mm. You know, like you could do the same thing. It's just, it's, it's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice to either fold or to keep going under pressure. And in the beginning, I folded real quick. The yeah. first time, bro, I did not train that night and I wish I did, you know, but I, I had clients. And the first thing I did was I went to ShopRite and I got two things of ice cream, cookies. I ordered pizza. I, bro, I went in. And I was like, yo, I was like, I ain't training. I was like, I don't got to look good for anyone because I'm single. I ain't training. I was like, I, I'm just going to stay home and do whatever, you know, but that's not who Jeremiah is like to the core, you know, Jeremiah likes pushing past like physical stress, mental stress. Like I love being in uncomfortable situations. Like, and when you saw me running the other day, like yo, I, hold I was, on. It's fucking. I haven't seen this motherfucker, right? I, we we've talked here and there, but I haven't like actually seen him. Now he doesn't live too far from me, and I've never seen him even before. Like, like even we're like actually hanging out, and I've never seen him like just randomly on the street. So here never. I am in my driveway. I had to go drop some shit or whatever I was doing, and then it's like one of those days. It was like around like almost like eight o'clock at night, so it was like still sunny out. Not sunny, but you know, I mean, it was coming down. And nah, it, was it was raining, raining that day, bro. <laughs> it was definitely raining. It was like cloudy and raining, but there was light out. And then I turn around and I see it's just a bearded man, shirtless, running. And then I do a, I do a double take. I'm like, that's fucking Jeremiah. So he runs past. I had to do what I had to do and I get in my car. As, I, as I'm like driving, I purposely, I was like, yo, I beep. And he saw me, and then I pulled over, whatever, we had a conversation, but... Bro, I was so happy when I saw you. I was yeah, so was, happy. I was so stoked. That shit was because you're my though. boy. I miss, I miss, like, you, like, your presence, man. Like, like I, the reason why I... Honestly, the reason why I got into martial arts was to kind of, like, be the beacon of hope for a lot of people that right. that feel hopeless or whatever, but also that are just, like, damn, like, I, I want to be around this person. You know, because I, I I was never that person. And in the gym is huge. The gym is like and in the gym, game, yeah, exactly. And um, I I spoke. I had a sports psychiatrist, and she's also like a member of Rebel, but she goes to the other location. And she came one Saturday. I think either Saturday or Sunday, and she was like, "You're like the rock star here. Like you're the person everyone wants to be around." And I'm like. At mine, I was like, uh, I'm just saying what's up to people and just, you know, people ask me questions. So I say, I say what's up to everybody, even when like there's no one in like it's someone's first time in class. I'm like, hey, man, I'm Jeremiah. You know, just that's just who I am. It's, it's genuine. Like people can yeah. sense that it's not fake. And it's like when you can sense like real energy, it's like, you, you know, you you bring you make class better and it's more enjoyable, but it's also serious work which is always, it's always needed at the gym. When you yeah, get in like a fuckhead, they get, it, like, it turns left real quick. Cause then it's like counterproductive. Like, why am I here? I'm here to drill and, and die and cry while having fun with my, with my, my teammates, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, like going back to what you were saying, that choice waking up. Yes, it's it's definitely a choice, and it's definitely a hard one. And Super. you know, for anybody out there, including myself and and Joe, I know he got shit to work on, but everybody listening is like you have the David Goggins and you have the Jeremiah's. So don't be discouraged that if you're just on this new journey that is not coming to you easy and you're going to have your rough days. And, and and if you don't, let's just, let's just take fitness, for example, right? Um, it's tough. You're going to have, you're going to fall off that horse. OD. You have to get back up and making those choices. Let's say you want to start running. Even if you go outside and, and I, I think at least if, if you run, if all you can do is 10 minutes, then don't beat yourself up. Do those 10 minutes. Get mm-hmm. back up the next day. Go for 11. Go for 12. And, like, eventually you progress to a point. I think people get discouraged in the beginning because, one, they don't see immediate results. Um, and it fucking sucks. Even beyond fitness, they don't see <laughs> where. And then, but it, it is a tough. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act I mean, like it's, it's so easy. Our perspectives, like, like, how have you been? How, how's your fitness journey been? The, is it two months we've been in quarantine? Or is it three? I forget. Three. I think it's just coming up on three. Coming up on, coming three. Up on three months. So like, let's talk about. So let's talk about ourselves. Like, how how are you doing in your in your journey? Me? Oh Me? well, terrible. <laughs> um, as far as like, I'm I'm just trying to gauge like everything, and and it wasn't going good at all, and it was to the point where. You know, same thing. I had that that break, and I'm still working, so like I'm still going home. And then I'm like, okay, something's happening here. Um, I I know I've gained a lot of weight in the last like probably like two years to to what I was, and especially now that there's no gym, and I was forced to be home after work. There was a lot less eating out because obviously the restaurants and, and shit are closed, and you can still take out, but. So I'm like, something's happening here. I always am sluggish because I'm always eating out, right? So now is a perfect opportunity for me not to eat out. And I've been saving mad money doing that. And I haven't been eating out as much um, as I, I definitely do. And I'm just like, okay, now that you got this down pack, now let's get the, the first. So for me, it started with the food. And it's like, now that you got a more manageable schedule where you're cooking more, now let's get this work shit out this workout shit and I, you know, every, I'm taking it easy every now and then, you know, I go and I run and I go to the school and I do some push-ups, pull-ups, I run around, I run back home. So I did have that moment where I'm just like, all right, shit's cool. I'm just cooling, not doing a damn thing. But then you start feeling like, okay, nah, something hasn't get done. Like I'm not just going to sit here and you know, there's no excuse to not get this journey started. So, so I'm making no that excuse. transition now. Yeah, my bad. You can go. No, you go, Joe. You go. Nah, I was just trying to say, like, for as many negatives, let's say, quarantine can bring upon our lives, it also comes in a lot of positives. And it's like, you know, I've 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 had a lot of time to address myself and lingering demons that are in my brain. And and I'm very grateful because it I can actually have a conversation with myself and understand when I'm not happy and like why I'm not happy, as opposed to like putting under a rug and like hanging out with you guys and just bullshit and forgetting about me. So it's mm-hmm. awesome to like have this time alone. And it's like, damn, bro, like what's, what's going on, bro? Like you're not creating as much. So blah, blah, blah. A couple months in, I fix all that. You know, I'm, I'm creating more. Right. I'm thinking more. It's awesome. And then like now 
a big inspiration for me is um, I don't know if you guys enjoy basketball, but it's watching the Last Dance documentary on ESPN. Watch it, bro. If you listen, Michael Jordan, shit. Michael Jordan, fuck being a basketball player. His determination and his his mindset, because you know, being a '90s baby, you obviously we know who he is and the icon that he is. But I didn't Ooh, really like understand how he was as a person. And I think both of you guys, especially UJ, like you, you would appreciate his mindset, his determination, and his drive. Because he is no mm-hmm. bullshit. He is like, when I go in the room, I'm whooping all your asses. You know, like, when I come in the room, like, work out, train. Why are you drinking, Dennis Rodman? Why are you going out the night before? Yeah, you fucking suck because you didn't fucking train, bitch. And, like, he would say it in this way. And it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. as, um, I forgot, Goggins, you said? Like, the way, like, you yeah. know, like he's speaking, it's like, like the fuck like yeah like train to be fucking better train to 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 beat my ass like you're not gonna do shit to me i, I work hard for this every single day this ain't easy it's like fuck bro. i'm sorry guys give me one second no, you good you good and watch, just watching this not fucking good. documentary i'm like bro why am i not going out why am i not training why am i not working out with fucking tony or myself why can't i adapt and do crunches and push-ups and, and shadow work and it's like Watching that documentary just put me 180. Like, yo, I need to go out and do more. Like, I'm just sitting on my ass not doing shit. And I would highly suggest you guys watching that documentary because it just makes your mindset go crazy. Yeah, I heard about it. I haven't, like, tuned into it. I'm a piece of shit when it comes to watching shit, bro. I'm always on, like, watching random shit. What are you doing? You're not doing, like, what are you watching? Yo, Yo, I go on, like, I I watch, like, podcasts and and shit on YouTube. Like, it's all I really be doing. Um... But no, it's, I, it's, I do hear that he's like an absolute winner. You hear the saying about Kobe. There's just something. Yeah. There's just some people out there, bro, who are are just not. They just don't make excuses, and it's really interesting to to get, or like to um, to hear about those people, is, and it's really inspiring because the reality is, let's just go back to food. It's so fucking good to go and smother yourself in checkers. It's so good to eat that pizza. And for whatever reason, Brussels sprouts just don't hit the same, bro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It just doesn't. And that's just a reality. And, like, you know, I I heard this on, I think it was Joe Rogan was saying. And he's like, yo, like, it's funny how, like, people are willing to, like, and it's not verbatim, you know, like, paraphrasing. But he said something like, yo, it's so crazy how people literally ruin their bodies for, like, a few minutes of mouth pleasure. Like, you eat all this bad food, and then you feel like, bro, when I eat Chinese food, I love that shit. I feel like a dirty slut out there, bro. I feel like I just got gangbanged. I just feel like, I just feel so wrong and just so, I just feel so, like, sluggish and, and like, and then you start getting fucking fat, and then you hit a pothole and your your titties do double dutch, like, (laughs) and and you're just like, damn, like, what am I over some mouth pleasure? And it takes some discipline and, and some real life, like, like just a, a mindset that you have to change. It. But it's just not easy. It's not. Right. But there's an other side. Voice. It's that voice. There's that yeah. other side that, like Jeremiah is saying, that you have to tune in and it's going to be rough. It's going to be hard. It's not going to mm-hmm. be easy at all. But you just have to get to it. And, and this is the reality. There's no secret. There's really no there secret for hard work. And as somebody who's trying to improve in those areas in life, I do have my days where it's really tough. And, but I also have my days where I'm like, you know, doing the damn thing. So 
It's life, I mean, man. Life is weird. You have to you, like gauge it. You know, I feel like you just can't bullshit. It has to be a lifestyle. Like, would you agree? Like, it's definitely a lifestyle thing. Like, you can't go in and out of this. You can't half as this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you can't. Fully in it. Can't. Am I? Can you guys? Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. No, we got. Okay. We got you. But so there's a few, two really quick things. It's uh one thing Drove mentioned how. Michael Jordan would be like, I'm going to outwork all of you guys. And that's the same thing with uh, Kobe Bryant, rest, rest in pieces. The mama mentality is work hard, harder than everyone. And so that's why I would run before class and everything, or I would do the sprints and I would do that little more. So when people are like, yo, weren't you here this morning? I'm like, yep. That like, I like hearing that because then that kind of tells me I outworked you already, you know, like, Right, right, and right. that that gives me a mental edge or something i guess not not even a mental edge it just i guess so because i like hearing someone else say something that means i worked more than them you know because then we're like we can't i'm not again like i said yesterday i'm not bolsting i'm not tooting my own horn when i say um the hardest worker at rebel i for the past year i showed up early i ran before class and i did multiple classes and i did all the requirements it, it, it took you know to where i was being told to take a rest you know so that was that was also a choice like i didn't want to in the beginning i was like well actually no i was like this is what i gotta do i'm doing it you know this is if this is what i gotta do to get here i'm doing it and then to piggyback off what you said about food and in one book i read uh why Buddhism is true. It talks about the instant gratification we get and how it's false instant gratification. Oh, you know, sure. like good gratification is like completing a run, completing something that benefits us. And so it, uh, and I, I talked about this before. It was like, if I think to think after you have the food or if you don't do this, like think about the, end result because we don't think about the end result when we're shoving taco bell in our face you know we're thinking nah, yeah, this is in my face like you ever had a cheesy gordita crunch right out the fucking presses god bro it fucking tastes amazing but and then we like after when we're done we're like damn i'm gonna have why do you think that, that is tomorrow. why do you think that what's bad tastes good it's like logic i guess right oh i but what I is it like that life that just why do you think life is just set up that way, bro? It's just like survival of the fittest. Temptation. Yeah, survival I, of the fittest. Temptation sounds good. Because me, I like me, I get tempted to eat uh, pink lady apples. I don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> no, that's is. my temptation. You know, you like specifically pink lady, Those pink lady, fire. and green, the green ones. And so, like, that's my that's like a temptatious dessert for me. You know, like I'll have ice cream now, like once in a while, you know, like instead of eating the whole quart, I'll just take like a tablespoon and I'll shave like a little part and I'll have that. And then I'm like, I'm going to beat up some pink lady apples right now. And then I'll have like five in the sitting, you know, so that's my temptation. Is, yeah. And is like, the, I guess it's like where you were going um, earlier, Joe, talking about lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. And that's not to say that you can't enjoy that Taco Bell. You can't enjoy the ice cream. That definitely can happen. But, you know, it just ultimately comes down to, to different choices that you just make. And it's, it's hard. 
there's just no way around it. It's definitely hard, but it's also definitely doable. I feel like if you lock in, and I'm no, there's been things in life that I I uh, I switched, and it's been very beneficial to me. Uh, and there's also areas like um, my my physique and and choices of food that I still have to work on. But you know, I you have to have that self acknowledgement, and you have to want it. And then from there you move forward, but it's like it's weird, man. It's, it's weird. Like I don't, I hate to be this fucking like trying to have deep conversations all the fucking time. But I don't know is because my age or not to not say that. I'm super old, that. but I just, I just, I realize that I just want more for myself, and I'm in that that stage where it's like still struggling to get there because you know I, the results aren't always aren't aren't there yet. But they will be. Um, but like just as somebody going through it right now, it, it is it's it's weird. It's also it's 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 um it's cool. It's cool seeing that, wanting more and then doing it. Um and then and then have not even just like having it, but then becoming it. Right. And you know, you know and so, like I said, it hasn't been the smoothest ride for me at all. Um no. and sometimes I beat myself up and I'm just like, yo, like you wasted all this like time in the last like couple months and like because i look at little choices i remember doing i'm like yo had you done this you wouldn't be where you at right now you know what i'm saying so it's a very important to to one acknowledge the problem two want it and then three you know go through the trials of uh of doing it you know and you're gonna have good days you're gonna have bad days but fuck man it's, it's uh it's Bro, such nothing. a simple hard thing you know what i'm saying it's like the simple yeah, because we we make it we make it so difficult on ourselves and one thing it's funny you say like uh not funny like you saying uh like easy and like having it it's like something worth having isn't going to come easy and something easy isn't worth having you know think like the way i always told myself is like and how you relate to food i i relate to to sex you know like there was a point where i was just getting with girls and everything i was just like one right after another, I would be in a relationship with one and I was like, shit, this one wants to sleep with me. All right, bet I'll go be here. I'll do that. You know? So, but it was like, damn, like here I am like sleeping with these women, but it's like, I'm not trying to make these people like my partner. Right. right. You know? So it was like, and a partner isn't going to sleep with you the first night or the second night, you know, mainly most times. But, for me personally, I was like, I can't see myself with somebody if I'm smashing cheeks that night or the first time we hang out, you know, because it was like, if it was this quick for someone else, if for me to, for me to get in these straws, you know, but so it was like, damn, like, but then there was one girl I was talking to and I was just like, shit, like, let's go out. She was like, all right, we'd go out. And then we'd go on another day and then another day. And I was like, yo, like, make you chase it. Exactly. And I hate chasing. Cause I'm not, a, I'm not a chaser, you know, I'm the, I'm the liquor, but I was like, damn, like, because this girl's making it difficult for me, I want her more, you know, like not even just like her body or whatever. Like I want her mind. I want her mind with mine. I want her soul with mine. I want to grow with her to an extent. Like I wasn't thinking like long, long, right, right, I was right. just like, yeah. no, you know, but it's like traditional partnership. Like it's exactly. not it's not just about the body, it's about your mind, your essence, nah. your aura that you're you're giving out. Right. Like you want to always be around that. And then obviously as as human beings, we want to fucking mingle and shit, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, man. 
you know, like bus, like man or girl, busting nut is one of the greatest feelings in the world. hundred percent. You know, so we all want to do it. It's one thing I found for myself is like finding someone to have that moment with, you know, and what's funny enough is like, I like during this whole thing, I spent a lot of time by myself and I deleted my social media, every social yeah, I was gonna, media. I was going to ask you what, what, what's it? Um, you've always, social you're always a, a very active person. So like what made you um not be so active? Bro, social distancing from social media, trying yeah. to get away from people, you know, because I saw who I was becoming and I was like, uh, at, a, at a certain point I was posting a lot just to keep my, people seeing something even if it was just like a blue sky without any definite purpose uh, there were sometimes i was just like i have to post this just because oh, let me post this and post that and then i was like to a point where i was like damn if i don't post like everything is gonna crumble i'm gonna lose this i'm gonna lose that i'm gonna lose this and then i was like but in me doing this i'm losing jeremiah like in me doing all of this from my social media i'm disconnecting from myself and conor mcgregor jorge masvidal the floyd mayweather one thing i've seen one thing i've noticed that they all have in common from being dominant athletes is they isolated themselves so one story that really stuck with me was masvidal like before his fight with darren till He's on this fucker right there, huh? Yo, he's a he's a he's he's a great guy. Like his about fight with Kimbo, his fights That's about the shits. I think yeah. I lost you, motherfuckers. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, Masri is a UFC fighter. No, 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 the baddest no, motherfucker. No, no, yeah, shit wasn't frozen just now. Nah, nah. Oh damn! So I probably look mad stupid on your screen, like. <laughs> so, but <laughs> I was frozen. Now, yeah, go ahead. Keep keep doing your shit. Don't just ignore me. <laughs> you good, bro. But so I noticed like how he was on this TV. He spoke about him being on a TV show and he would go on like walks like by himself and he would be alone with his thoughts. Oh, Street Jesus? The God? Street Jesus. I heard this. Yeah, I heard this. I heard yeah, that. and so he needed that. And I've heard it for a while. Like Conor McGregor before he became who he is, he was isolated and just determined to be where he's at now and somewhere along the way he lost sight of that you know but thankfully he gained it back or whatever we want to say i mean to a degree that he he he's very successful obviously not just popular he's also i mean he trash talks a lot but you you know he has a successful business and he he markets himself but it all comes from that self-determination right and Mm -hmm. bro just isolating like isolating yourself not not um putting yourself in solitude, but just isolating yourself. So I kind of told myself, like, this is the perfect time. Like, I don't have to be around anyone. I can't be around anyone. 100%. Even people that are around me, like, that I don't know are, like, doing this, like, when they're seeing me. <laughs> and so I was like, this is the perfect time for me to to get back to this. Because there was one point in my life where I think I was getting ready for my third fight. And I was by myself. I had just gone through a breakup, but I was like, you know what? Fuck this breakup. Like, I don't give a shit about this. I'm focused on this fight and making money. And so I kind of knew the power of isolation, but I didn't appreciate it like I do now. And so 
I will go to Blydenburg. I'll ride my bike to Blydenburg and or I'll go to a hike and just get lost straight up. I'll get lost. Like I'll put my phone on airplane mode and I'm like, all right, Jay, let's, let's see what happens. But in the process, like I'll speak to myself and I'll tell myself. So before I even get into that, there's like three stages in, in our minds, you know, uh, for Even myself, the whole rundown. I always love it yeah. when he fucking gets in his bag because he's just like, you just shut up and listen. <laughs> it's just important, well, though. It's important because I feel yeah. like a lot of people can better from these conversations. 100%. And, you know, and I'm sorry. Like, I know. Yeah. And, and like, that's why I definitely want to have this conversation. And, like, I know we do a whole bunch of like dick jokes and, and we just like fuck around and, and clown each other and whatever, like, laugh a lot more. But I think it's also important to, um, have these conversations because mm-hmm. it's um it's really life changing. They to need people. they need to be said. They need to be acknowledged because without it, we we fall into this mush where we don't know who the fuck we are anymore. We we sacrifice ourselves to make other people around us happier or like our image on social media. And and I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying and what you're about to say. It's like fucking like you talk to yourself and you realize what makes you click. You know, like you mm-hmm. realize who the fuck am I? Who who's Joe? Who's Tony? Who's Jeremiah? Okay, who the fuck are you? You know, are you going to be someone that just stays in bed all day crying because, like, or not crying, but, like, you know, just being sad because you can't. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's all this unnecessary bullshit mm-hmm. or smoke that you yeah, need. And the moment, like, I love this quarantine because as much as I, I want to hang out with my, my bros and my girls and, and, and hang out in the, you know, where like, all the distractions, like, this time alone is so, so crucial and so beneficial to so a lot of self-growth for everybody. And I love talking to you motherfuckers it- it makes you realize, like, yo, why the, why am I not running at six a.m.? Like, why am I not doing you? You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool, I work nine to six. Exactly. Clock out. You say, uh, I don't like waking up early. Uh, and it's just that come. voice. It's the voice telling me, like, nah, bro, stay in that bed, stay warm and comfy. Don't worry about it. Just, just. And bro, that voice you gave it the momentum it has now, you know. And I told that to myself. I was like, it's, bro, it's not hard to turn your clock off and to put your feet on the floor. It's just because we've made it hard for so long that that's just what is normal. That's uh, that's our lifestyle, you know? And not knowing that, that we chose that lifestyle. And so, but what I was saying Listen, before- Listen, we, we, we don't, but, real quick, I'm sorry. We don't have here. all the fucking answers. Um, what, we have no is trans- what we have is transparency. What we <laughs> have is us trying to give you um, a different view on things. Is us trying to, help you while we help ourselves so this whole platform was built on that so i'm sorry if this is not the most like peachy laughy like old jokes conversation but um it's something that is important i really feel like people can benefit from this as somebody i.e me dro who are are trying to change our lives with this podcast and when like just everyday life shit as somebody we're not we're just giving it to you the way it is. Like right now, this is how I'm feeling in life and having a conversation with Jay is really helping me on that journey. And as I said, 8,000 8, times on this podcast alone, this is not easy. This is not easy, but you know, these are the internal things. And, and for anybody going through like a funk, this is for you guys. This is like, we're trying to provide different like opinions and, and yo, who the fuck? We're just three motherfuckers. Y'all figure shit the fuck out. Right. We're like, if you can just be open to 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 listening to people and 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 hearing other by stories, you never know what the fuck happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And that's something that that I I noticed. I like I always would say something, even if it was just like not right. It was just first, 
yeah. or just like someone will say something and it was like well what about this and that wasn't even devil's advocate that was just me being a piece of shit but yeah. so i agree man like uh, like we, that when you got lost exactly but like we we've made it we've made it hard for ourselves you know because we've in choosing not to choose to do something that'll make us grow still brings us the repercussions of it you know like us not waking up early you know becomes a habit us hitting the snooze button becomes a habit to the point where it's just like you ever do something that's bad for you but you're just so accustomed to doing it that you're like boom you do it without even thinking like that shit's that's bad you know like i will i, I used to do that like my alarm would go off i'd without even looking i'd hit the snooze button because i knew exactly where it was and it no, could be no, everything. It could be waking up late. It could be eating bad. It could be it hanging could be with the wrong bad. crowd. It could be drug use. It's literally everything. Oh, bro, with people, with people, the one thing that I I was so fucking sick of myself was I felt bad for outgrowing certain people that didn't feel bad for staying the same. Oh, yeah. You know, and so like my boys, yeah. certain people in my life, they would we would talk about the same girls. We would talk about the same thing. We would talk about shoes. And I was just like, yo, there's so much more to life. Like I need to, I was like, I need to push away from them. And then when I was doing so, they were like, oh, you forgot where you were from. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, I didn't forget where I'm from. I'm just moving from where I'm from to where I want to be. Yeah. It's so crazy. wrong with that. I swear my mother, bro, I had this conversation. Shout out my boy. Shout out Will, man. I love you so much. We had this conversation last night, bro. It's um, it's just inevitable, though. It's just... If you're not in that type of time, and it's okay. Like, you can listen to this and think everything we're saying is bullshit. I, I believe everybody is... is, is um, entitled to their own opinion. Entitled to their own opinion. Entitled to their own 100%. way of life. So... By no means take this right. Like we're trying to like know everything, or try to tell you how to live your life. No, we're just telling you what we're personally going through and, and how we're gonna try to get out of it. But um, outgrowing people. That's, that's a, inevitable that's a, when you're growing. That's a highly debated topic though, because they take that very negative. Like, yeah, not though. You you and like I can have love for somebody. I really can have so much love for somebody, but if if I just personally grow as a person I'm, I'm gonna be over here with it and i still love you i don't like you i don't love you any less but it's just not convenient at some point you have to be selfish and i know it sounds fucked up but it's not convenient for nah. me to, to be around you because it's, it's impacted me in a negative way you know what i'm saying so i i try to and and I'm, I'm not too much with a lot of random people like the people i have around me like um that i i, I really choose to be around are positive influences in one way or another. And it's funny because a lot of the people, especially I'm thinking about, don't have any interest in this podcast shit. Don't have any interest in this uh, fucking entertainment shit. Don't have any interest in anything I do. But there's a mindset. There's a certain mindset that they have. Um, there's a, 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 a need to grow more. There's an itch to learn more. I hang out. I'm always the dumbest people. I'm always the dumbest. I like to think I'm like the dumbest person around like the certain people I have in my mind right now, I'm not the brightest one, but I surround myself because I want to learn more. I want to have different opinions around me. I want to talk, you know, talk about stocks. I don't know nothing about shit. So I, I want to like, so I try to surround myself around this and you can't feel bad, bro. Like 
There's motherfuckers I love. They're my brothers that I don't see. And, and you know, they're just on a different type of time. And it, it is what it is. It isn't. Bro, again, you can't, you can't feel bad for outgrowing people that don't feel bad for saying the same, man. Because if you hang around... It sounds people, so much harsher than it is, but it's crucial. It is, life. but that's, that's what it is, man. You know, we're not here... Like, we're not ice cream parlor men. You know, we're I not here to like please everybody. Di- I just feel like a dick sometimes. Like, Bro, but not, that, that's the thing. That's the thing. If they don't feel like a dick. <sighs> yeah, you I know? mean, it's internal conversation. And, you do what you want to do. You do what makes you feel good. And the moment you, you open your eyes and this beautiful picture turns black and white, you're like, oh, shit, this is not what I thought it was. Like, this yeah, was man. dope at a time when I was growing up and learning you know, because there's going to be that initial group that, like, opens your eyes to the world, and then you step out of it, you're like, oh, shit, this is not what all life could be. There, there's more to it. There's, you know, there's people I could surround myself with that can keep me motivated and push myself to be a hard, a harder working individual. There's other people that can put me on mm-hmm. game with finances, and I'll, I'll, but you only learn that by self-conversation with oneself, you know? That's mm-hmm. really where that comes from. Yeah, man, and just like, and like, who I am when I'm training, like, I had to become them that some bitch you know i had to tell myself like in the beginning i always told myself like this isn't gonna get better you know the the 10 minutes of jumping rope is not gonna get better the warm-up's not gonna get better the rounds we're gonna do on pads not gonna get better the sparring not gonna get better but i will if you just push a little bit more jeremiah good your crafts your calves are cramping up good keep going because that means the work just fucking began and so that's like, that's the Muhammad Ali method. But once I felt my calves start to cramp, I was like, don't you fucking quit. Like you bitch, you, this is where you would quit. And this is why you will not grow. Jesus Christ. Yo, and really? Like when you see me like jumping rope and I'm looking right at myself, I'm like, this weak piece of shit is going to be a strong motherfucker by the end of this class. Like I'm going to be the first one to skip rope. I'm going to be the first, I'm going to be the first, I'll try to be the first and only person that goes all 10 minutes without sweating. I'm going to be the first person that's hitting pads. I'm going to be the first person that when the coach says 10 right kicks, 10 left kicks, not only am I going to be the first one to start, but I'm going to be the first one done. And then I'm going to do everything else that's after, you know? It's, but It's funny because people will hear this and, and like, or like, it's easy to be for that to be confused for arrogance and it's not. Yeah, man. Really, you just want for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And like, even like just being around you and like, I remember we went running once and I don't fucking run like that. So like, I'm over here trailing at the end and everybody doing the thing. But when 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 him and Mel were done, they ran back to go get me. And to my house, I was running. And it's just like. Andrew. Yeah. Being around people that motivate you is important. Push you. That push you. Because then you come yeah, back and they're mad encouraging. It's not your bro. Like, yo, like, don't stop. Yep. Like, and they come back and, yo, and like, no. oh, don't stop. And there's just no, like, judgment. There's no, I'm better than you. It's like, yo, I'm going to help you get better. And we get this shit together. So it's, like, important it. to That's surround pack, yourself baby. with people like that. And if you don't have that person around you, then start within. Start within and find it for yourself. And eventually, you're going to see yourself branch out. And you're going to meet somebody. Or uh, you're going to be around a certain you know, crowd of people eventually once you start seeking that. And it'll come. Oh, funny you say that because uh, there was a quote, I forgot who said it, but 
It said, uh, if you're the smartest person in your group, get a new group. Word. You know, so it's real though. That's fish in a small pond versus like the ocean or some shit, you know. Like, exactly. You know, so when I when I was going through whatever, or I was trying to learn, I was like, let me say less. Because if I just keep talking, I'm already I'm saying what I already know. You know, and I'm not talking about like when we're doing stuff like this, like if we're just if I'm having a normal conversation with somebody, I've learned to kind of like dial it back on my talking. So that way I can learn something, even if it's something positive or one thing like I'll let people ramble that tell me what I'm doing is this, what I'm doing is wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like you're not like it's bad for you to run this much, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you shouldn't be doing this. And then, you know, they're out of shape telling me what I should be doing and like. I'll listen so that way I'm like, all right, I'm gonna learn how to not be this person. Like this person's teaching me how not to be like them. You know? Listening is a, is, is a beautiful trait too. Huge thing, man. But yeah. it took me so long to to shut the fuck up and to listen, to be honest. That's what I'm saying, bro. You like know? you gotta go through that. And like again, after you can listen to this shit and be like, oh, you know, like this is cool, it's just not me. And that's perfectly fine. This is not a right way of life. Mm-hmm. It's just what feels right for us. It's just a different. For, it's just a different for anybody. Yeah, it's cool like, seeing different people live their lives. Like you know the way that you both speak. It's 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 always interesting to to understand other people's point of views of certain subject matter. Yeah, like and and you know for for shit like this, you know, am I always twenty four seven on some like self help trying to nah like you have your times and, and nah. of course it's always good to have a balance and you know luckily the people I have around me we can bullshit. And then we can also have those conversations. We can we can have those tough conversations or, or like learning conversations or I can shut the fuck up like he said and and learn from the people around me. It's all about balance, bro. And and, yeah. and that's something I've learned is to just shut that. the fuck Jeremiah, what what's up with them four tips though? I think you were about to drop some gems before. Bro. You up. There you go. Bro. Is it three or four? It's three. All right. So it's it's three and one. And so there's like three stages to one's life, you know, when they know nothing, when they learn, and then when they put what they learn into practice. I think I, but how I made that, like, I made me understand it was, I was like, damn, you know, I get lost in my thoughts as if me and my thoughts were in a revolving door. You know, it's just me and my thoughts going around. We're talking about the same thing, you know, and I'm looking at the same, same negative thoughts and, you know, some thoughts, some good thoughts go out. Some ba- a lot of bad thoughts go out, but I was like, shit, I'm just lost in this revolving door in my life with my own thoughts to where I see, although everything may look externally different, but to its core, it's the same. And so I, when I realized that, I was like, oh shit, let me step out this revolving door. And then when you step out the revolving door, you're getting hit by the heavy traffic, you know? Oh my, I hold this. With- yeah, no, I was getting hit with like the negative thoughts or the positive thoughts and everything. I was just overwhelmed with everything. So I jumped back into the revolving door and I was like, wait, if I'm going to grow, I need to acknowledge that I'm in the revolving door. I need to hold myself accountable that I'm getting lost with my thoughts. So let me step back and let me focus on what thoughts I can let in, what thoughts to let out. So for example, I'll have like stupid arguments with people over things that didn't even happen well i used to and so i'll be like well no this is why you're wrong and then when in this quarantine 
like I'd have an I'd have an argument with myself about fuck all and then I would stop I would purposely stop myself and be like are you fucking done you whiny little bitch I was like who are you talking to I was like you're talking to fucking nobody creating headaches for yourself good job Jeremiah good job how do you fucking feel and I just just like that and then I was like damn that was me getting lost in the revolving door right you know but now I stepped back and that's kind of like my security, you know, letting, stopping those negative thoughts from coming in and letting the good thoughts come in. Right. You know, so when I get hit with, when I tell myself like, yo, you want to shut the fuck up and stop being a whiny bitch? That's me acknowledging all the thoughts or like my negative thoughts. And I was like, how about we think something good? What's something that happened yesterday or that's happened in life or something we can celebrate? And so then I started thinking like, shit, you know, like I have two fucking legs that work. I can go run. I ran. Oh, cool. I did this. And it was like, good. And then again, you know, like we're, we're not human. So I got lost in the revolving door again. And then my security guard of my mind pulled me out. And then it came to a point where I was just going through my days. And I was just like, yo, like I'm not thinking about anything, but I, I feel good. You know, guys, give me one second. I'm sorry. Some heavy duty shit we're having today, man. I know, man. I was like, I was ready to drop a, a Dexter reference, but I'm gonna wait till you get back. Um, Yo, it's crazy because like, but these are the conversations that we having, bro. Like, these are the conversations I be having with myself in my I mind. Mean, I'm just like, these are the comments that we we wanted to make a podcast because I feel like I never see some shit like this. I see motherfuckers give their opinions on on trending topics and subject matter, but it's like, I'm more, I'm more. I get like, I get fucking hard when niggas explain their mental. Like I love that shit. I love when when I figure out what well, what makes you tick. Nasty. Makes, oh yeah, yeah. You already know, baby. Like what makes you what makes you you? How the fuck are you so driven? How the fuck are you so artistic? How do you how do you get by life without caring about what people say or critique your art? And it's crazy to hear other people's opinions. And I don't see that enough, honestly, man. And I love that. And the reason why I feel like we don't see it a lot in men is because it's not a masculine thing to do. You know, like it's ego. Ego. Hundred percent ego. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of a lot of it. It's ego. But it's just like if you're not in this type of time, you're not in this type of time. This is what it comes down to. But that's okay too. (laughs) Wait, I have to cut you off, and I have to cut you off. Someone told me they're like, "Bro, I'm just I'm in a different time," and I was like, "Motherfucker, it's 2019. Like I'm standing right in front of you." on this day like it's not a different time i was like you just just need to get with the program people just need to get with the program people are just mentally just not on it yeah and bro it's 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 not the time it's it's where they put themselves you know again this goes back to the limitations that we put on ourselves it's like damn like when this gets better in my life i'll do this when this gets better when you know i have this i'll do that when this happens you know and I was doing that and it was like, yo, but my dad, and I, I thank my dad so much that if you're watching this, thank you. He called me, he told me. Yo, he if he like, does watch this, shout out to your dad, man. Yeah, right. he told me, he was like, he's like, you, I have such great goals, but I'm winging it to get them. Like, I'm not, I'm just getting by, like I'm skimming the surface. And that's why a lot of what I was going through was hard on myself. Like I made it hard on myself because I was skimming by, you know, like one thing I always stressed was before I got anything, like I had to pay for anything. I always checked my bank account 
And sometimes I, I still do, but not as much. But there was times where I was like, shit, you know, let me pull over to the side next to this Goya beans and make sure I got whatever amount of money to buy whatever, yeah. you know, and I hated that. And then when my dad told me that I was just winging it, I thought about all those times and it was like, well, I didn't do everything to my capability. So I can't blame where I'm at right now on then because right now is where I'm at. And you, you, it, you, I've got so, so much anxiety from just thinking about the past and how I failed and I fucked myself over. And it was like, but that's not doing anything for me. I can use that as fuel, as fuel, but then that's it. Use it as fuel. Boom. That, that fire is lit. Boom. On to the next fucking thing. That's what I told myself. Mm -hmm. And so, well, what I was saying before about the three stages, like we're lost in the revolving door and then there's the security guard. And then at one point I was, when I had accepted all of that, like genuinely accepted. And I looked at myself in the mirror and it was like, Jeremiah, this is where you're at financially. This is where you're at spiritually, mentally, and physically. Because you got yourself here, 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 and here. Like I got myself here financially, physically, meant all of that. And it was like, but what I do now going forward can help me. Because I have all this knowledge in how to make money through social media, you know, how to fight, how to do this. And it was like, but not, there was a quote I saw by Laos, Tao, Laos Tao or something. And it was, uh, he said, knowledge is treasure, but practice is key. And so I was like, shit, like if I'm really about my shit and I really want to grow in all four areas of my life, granted, it's not all four, none of it's going to be perfect, you know? I have the physical, the mental down pat, but it's time for me to take action on, you know, like more spiritual stuff, not more spiritual, but like making sure my money's right, you know? Right. And so I told myself that and it was, a, it wasn't until I realized that I was lost in the revolving door, where I was like, shit, I got to step back. I got to be the security guard of the revolving door. And then that only means that that security guard is guarding one guy. And that is the person that we can truly be when we fully accept ourselves, like our, our goods and our bads. Am I the greatest like person to be in a relationship? Absolutely not. Because I, I, I just can't be tied down right now. You know, I'm a man on a mission and like Jay-Z said in uh, Can I Live, Hoes will get you sidetracked and clapped from close feet. So I was like, I need to This man went from poem Proverbs to fucking Jay-Z. I love it. Yeah, but it, it's true, you know? And I, I tell my other boys, I'm like, yo, just because I don't have a girl yeah. and I can, I can go run doesn't mean that you can't. I was like, you can go run when your girl's sleeping. I was yeah. like, me... I just don't have anyone that's like, oh, you're going to go run. And then I hear it later. Like, I remember I was with one girl and she was like, oh, you're going to go run. But what about me? What the fuck about you? You ain't even here in my life right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, but then that only leaves us with one person. And that's, that's the guy who's chilling in the penthouse. That's like, yo, I don't have to worry about my thoughts. I don't have to worry about this. I'm focused on making sure this is good, you know? So I found that 
the revolving door is where a lot of people are. And I found myself self there too. And I know for a fact I'll be there again because again, we're all human. It's a constant, so, it's a constant balance. You can't it is, like, I meant to say this before when you stepped out, but um, it's funny how you say the revolving door that like you use that as an example. Cause I have something similar to that, that I never really looked at it from that lens, which is awesome. So I thank you for sharing that. Um, I look at shit like, have you ever seen Dexter? It's going to be a wild sure. reference. Yeah. So I've seen it, but not like, you don't, you don't gotta be crazy. I think as long as you've seen like season one or two, so he he makes reference to this dark passenger, right? So long story short, if you don't know fucking Dexter, first off, go see the first two seasons. They're like the best. Um, he he mentions a dark passenger, and there's this dark energy inside of him that is the serial killer of him. And whatever, don't take great, you know, don't take it word for word. But I use it as like at at home day to day, I always have a dark passenger, and that person feeds me negative bullshit. That's that big voice. That's the one that tells me stay here. Don't work too hard. Don't post your, your, your photos or your projects as criticism. You're not that great. Ah, ah. And it wasn't so honestly, I feel like this past year that I really like, I took the time to really listen to my dark passenger and acknowledge that the, their presence is always going to be with me. But I, I let them ride shotgun. I let them talk all that negative bullshit. I let them make me think mm-hmm. that I feel bad. But then there comes a point where you just listen and you just don't accept. I don't accept my dark passenger anymore. Before like. I used to always feed into it and I used to downplay myself and not allow myself to, to shine bright. And it really wasn't until this past year where I'm like, I'm cool now. I'm, I'm at one with myself. It could have been, it could be because of this quarantine. I don't, I really don't know what the fuck got me here, honestly, but I'm okay with having this negative person inside my brain. I, I've, I've come to terms with it. that I'm going to live with this person probably for the rest of my life. Yo, that motherfucker is not going anywhere. <laughs> it never. And I try to suppress for it. Everyone. I try to kill him. I try to shoot him in my head and he just comes back the next day. Maybe the next hour. The zombie. Exactly. And it's like, nah, bro, like this person's a part of me. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't want it to be as big as it is, but it is. It's always in my brain. It's always caught making me sad. Second think, second think things and even darker thoughts. And it's like, it's like now I'm just like, yo, like, you know what? Like you're just this room. It's me and my dark passenger. Like always it's, he's never going to go away. And it's like, now I've just allowed myself to shine bright. And I've allowed myself to work harder because it's like, there's always going to be that person there and I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take his word for it anymore. It's like, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. I want to be that, that dude in the penthouse who's able to get all those things. And I'm only able to get there if I actually put in the effort and actually put into practice all my teachings and learnings, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just crazy. Like once you figure out that you're in a revolving door that you have a passenger next to you, it's like, yo, what can I do? I can do everything I want to do. I just got to apply it. I got to apply myself. And bro, it's funny you say the dark passenger because um, whenever you know, I'll, I'll use that whenever my dark passenger would say something like when I would argue with myself over arguments that I never had with people that I never talked to or people I didn't talk to, I would just be like, yo, shut up. That's how I started out. It was just like, I'd hear the thoughts and I'd like, yo, shut up. I'm like, you shut up. You shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down because daddy's got to work. Daddy's got to work. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel, I, I feel so much better because I took control over that situation. Well, fuck out of him. <laughs> exactly. But I, I acknowledged that he was there. But instead of just letting him pass on through, I was like, no, you sit down and you watch the show that you don't want to happen. You know, because that's to put it into layman's terms for people. It's like, that's our comfort zone, like speaking, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's us. Like, that makes you the everyday person. 
Yeah, like that mm-hmm. person or that revolving door is like that's what makes you regular. Yeah, man. Oh, and like people, you, geez, you're gonna be in that to revolving black. door. Fade to black. You're just the background yeah. noise. And the moment you fucking tell him to shut the, him or her, whoever the entity, you tell them to shut the fuck up. Let me do what I gotta do. That's when you become you. Yo, and that's when they like they just do this, like, bro. This is the all this shit I fucking like. I'm not gonna say no more, man. This is shit I be This is shit I be This is shit I need in my life, just like, cause there's no secret, man. Trying to change my life. There's a lot of things that, you know, you just gotta be honest with yourself, and 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 a lot of things you gotta improve, and Mm -hmm. and everything that we say, man. If if you can relate that part, that part right there, being honest with yourself, that a hundred percent, I think, is the key. mm -hmm. And it's. There was a time in my life where I was like, I'm truthful to myself. Like, yeah, I tell it, but it's one thing to to tell yourself. And it's one thing to like tell yourself, put it through like stories in your life. And then to be like, huh, I see what that means. Because people told me one thing my dad always told me was that I smelled bad because of my training. You know, he was like, yo, you're training. You're this, you're that. And I was just so like, well, I'm supposed to smell bad. I'm training. And I was like, well, here I am two hours after I'm training and I'm still in the clothes that I'm in. And it was like, so here I am like saying like, Oh, I'm supposed to smell bad, but I'm not supposed to because the training is done, you know, but I made it harder on myself just being like, Oh, well, I know I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to smell bad. Like this is what hard work smells like. And I was like, all right, well now I'm resting. I'm not supposed to smell like shit, you know? So it was like a scenario like that where I was just like, Oh, you know, I've been in my own way. I've been in the revolving door fighting a battle by myself. Like I have a blindfold on and I have a sword and I'm swinging in an empty field telling myself that I'm winning. And it was just like that false sense of that false illusion felt like it was life for me when in actuality it was just like, you're getting nowhere, man. And then it wasn't until I, I stopped and, to just be like, I'm even getting emotional a little bit right now because it's like, it's so, it's so empowering when you realize that yeah. off decisions you made and decisions you don't make will put you in wherever you're at. You know, whether it's, you know, I decided to eat bad, you know, or I decided to not uh, do this. Or like when something happens, to me, I'm like, I can either acknowledge it or ignore it. And mm-hmm. if I acknowledge it, it can put me somewhere. But even if I don't do it, there's still a repercussion for me not doing it. Mm-hmm. And so it, that was me realizing that I'm the security guard, you know, in that situation. Like, shit, I, can I let this through? Can I let this go? Can I let this through or can I let this go? But it, it's, it, it's so... It's rewarding. Into it, it is, but it's so when you do it to yourself, when you actually sit back and like look at myself in the mirror, when I've sat back and I looked myself in the mirror, I wasn't looking at the person that was looking back. I was looking at the soul. I was looking Raw energy. Like in my own eyes. Like I wasn't looking at, you know, because during this quarantine, like I got fat, I got a little overweight, but I wasn't mad what I looked like. I was mad at what I looked like in my mind because I was like, holy shit. Like I'm 
letting myself go mentally. Like I'm not focused on this. I'm not focused on that. I'm not doing this. And I was just like, damn, hit me with the feels right now, bro. Yeah, man. It, 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 no one wants to hear it. You know, this is shit people run away from. And it's like, keep, Say you're going to fucking Say keep on running. Say it again. People you know? run away from that shit. People definitely run away from it. I don't run, run man. but I run away from that. Yeah. Yo, me too, man. But all that running, it, it, you, you can do all that running. And then you realize, oh, shit, I'm wearing a backpack of, full of it. So it's like, you're not running away from it. You're just running it'll with catch it. Up. It'll catch up to you eventually. Yeah. All of that shit will drag you yep. down or the people around you. And that's, that's, I guess, the saddest part of it is like when you try to evade it or run away from it, motherfucker, the moment you stop and you will stop, we all stop at one point. The shit just at comes point. right. Like you have to address it. It's, it doesn't matter if you're 18, 16, 25, 35, like you need to address it or else that shit just lingers. And it's so fucking frustrating and it's so it annoying. And then the moment that you're like, you wake up and you realize what the situation is, is that's when you can actually grow. And I think you said it before, like acknowledging the situation, like, yo, like I'm not happy or I'm this way because of that. And like the moment you realize that and you actually, you know, that's the moment you can actually break out of that that you don't always have to run away from shit. Like you can address it head on. And the moment that you address it, you can move past it and it won't interfere with you anymore. And, bro, like- and when you, when you face it head on, you realize, holy shit, I was stronger than this. It's like fucking when you're scared of like the water and then you stand in it and it's shit's like yeah. shallow. It's yeah. like exactly the same kind of concepts. Or like when I told myself, I was like, I can't run more than five miles. Like, holy shit, Jay, you want to run this? And I was like, as if I was gonna catastrophically explode at 5.01 miles. Oh, word, word, word. Huh. <laughs> I wasn't even. I did the six, and I wasn't even sore the next day. But I didn't even look at that. I looked at the six miles, and it was like, what else have I held myself back from? That isn't as much of a challenge as I made it out to be. And I was just like, holy shit, with relationships, with my relationship with my dad. No, I made hard. I always complained like I didn't have this with my dad. And it was like, well, what am I doing to not have that? You know, what am I doing? Or what am I not doing? You know, am I, am I contributing? Am I not contributing? Am I asking to hang out? Am I not asking to hang out? You know, or just like with my boys or like when I, this whole thing happened, I was just like, yo, Jay, we can either on the path I'm on right now. And this was like in the first week. I was like, we're going to be this piece of shit that we have worked so hard not to be. And we're just going to be back at square one. And that's no one's fault. We, I can't say, oh, well, you know, it's quarantine. Like, quarantine got me fat. Quarantine isn't a person with a gun to my head, like, eat that sandwich. You know, that's, that's me. Or that's me eating that. That's me. And granted, yo, me too, man. Yo, uh, what is it? Jersey Mike's? Oh, that's my yo, shit. Yo. I, I was, I did a delivery for them. I went there and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, they were, they're good. And so, but then again, like, I, I don't give into temptation a hundred, a hundred percent. I give into it. Like I mentioned to you guys, I have ice cream and cookies and chips that I got when I got all my healthy food, but I kind of, instead of indulging in it, because once I indulge, that's when I, I lose, I lose control. I lose the steering wheel when I can kind of like, navigate through life like through the hard shit when and still appreciate the things that feel good 
you know, that feel right, like eating cookies or, you know, like busting a nut or whatever. Like I, if I can give into that for that moment and realize that that moment is just that moment. And then I have to move past that moment is when I started to really, I was well said (laughs) where, yeah, thank you, man. It's where that's when I realized like, holy shit, you know, cookies aren't the problem. It's me. me. You, you know, you it's really not that to everything like I like everything, social drug, media, drug usage, social media. Like that's yeah, I don't even want to get too into it. But yeah, I don't even man. Because it's like you have motherfuckers like, oh, why do you smoke? That is like, I want to smoke. Like, I want to do this. I understand what I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not letting this control my life anymore. I'm not letting this control me like I'm because no one's going to be 100 percent perfect. That's that's no perfection is, is nothing like you can never reach perfection. You can just do the best that you can today and then strive to improve every day. And it's just like, I, I don't know. I love that mindset. Cause it's like the moment that you're like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like I'm, you know, I, I have my vices. I smoke my hookah, I do my other thing. And it's like, I want to do that. I've, I've come into contact with myself. I speak to myself and I know why I'm doing it. Cause I maybe enjoy it or I like the momentary, but I don't let it become a habit. I don't let it deter mm-hmm. me from the path of greatness that I want to set for myself and being a better human being, being a better boyfriend, being a better you know, a best friend, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't let that shit control you and then make you into a, into a bad or worse person. That's you. At the end of the day, the cookies and shit ain't telling you to be fat. The fucking quarantine isn't telling you to stay home and be a lazy sack of shit. You need to address yourself. Have a conversation with yourself for real. If you cry, fuck it, cry. You're supposed to cry. I've cried so many times. I'm a shower cryer. The shit that I said to myself. I'm 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 a way to work cryer. Yo, there's times I've cried yeah. right before I'm a big on the way to work crier. <laughs> I love Yo, crying on my way to work. <laughs> like, there's like, like that moment of reflection if like you're in traffic in the morning or whatever where you're just like thinking about your life and you're like, fuck. Yeah, man. And the one, the one thing I, I promised myself was I, I never want to die without a smile on my face. You know, I, I, whether it's like I, I'm chasing the dream as a fighter like if I die tomorrow, I know the legacy of Jeremiah, although like I've tainted some aspects of my life because I'm not perfect. I have my own flaws, you know, but my boys that seen me, they're like, yo, this motherfucker would run, but not only would he run, but he'd have a fucking smile on his face saying he ain't a bitch, you know, or he'd be, you know, like that's something I always told myself. It was like, if, if I'm going to die, it's, I'm going to die doing something that I, I love. You know, and most people, and most times I found myself like thinking like shit. Well, I look back and it was like, damn, like had I had something happened where I wasn't training uh, hard and then this happened, I would feel like such shit. Right. But because I kind of had that high momentum from training, I kind of was like, I hit like a little divot and then I was like, all right, let's pick it right back up because I'll, I noticed I'll hit a divot. And then it's like, oh, well, let me go here. And that's just a, a flow with momentum. And so I tried to, I literally wrote a while ago, I wrote what I, I wanted and what I have to do. And it was like, if I can't even do the requirements, the bare minimum, how dare I say I want this? You know, so me as a fighter, it was like, if I'm going to call myself a fighter, I have to be running. I have to be taking classes. I have to be doing everything that I was doing. I put the work in. Yeah. But then I was lacking in other areas of my life because I was like, shit, where's this money for rent going to come from? You know, but 
it's it's a balance and we all have to figure out how we can make things work compromise and understand yeah and understand that we're going to be in uncomfortable situations but if we can adapt to be comfortable being uncomfortable love it you should always be comfortable always like at this point in my life like i'm just like if i'm too comfortable then like i'm doing something wrong because as you Mm -hmm. guys said it's being the big fish in a small pond or or the group i'm in like i have to outgrow it to a degree you know like there always has to be some area of your life and it's not it doesn't always have to be friends or some shit it could be anything like your financial you know your financial restrictions or goals you know like oh i don't make as much all right put yourself out there more social media whatever make more bread oh i don't i don't have enough people i know all right cool go to the city when this is all over join events and and socialize with people and, and get to know how how other fighters became more popping, how other social media people became, got more influence, you know, you right. learn it by putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. And it's like the moment that you get your head out your ass or get out the revolving door or tell the, the dark passenger to shut the fuck up is when you're like, Oh damn, like, let me go do something that makes me really anxious and scared. And it's like, wow, you can grow so much from this. Who fucking knew who wouldn't know who would have known. And, and you never would have knew had you never tried. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's what this whole podcast is about, dog. This whole journey. Yeah, that that wrapped up very well. I can't even lie. That was a good. That that came around full circle. That was pretty good. Oh, I was just talking about the the podcast and Simba Tumelo in general. But um, Uh, that's what I mean. Just like the 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 thing about the pod, or it 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 shapes a person. It shapes a person's core. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to acknowledge this stuff to become the better version of you and to get to where you want to be. You know, like you need to have those internal conversations. You need to have those conversations with your confidants, with your trusted advisors, with us. If it has to be, you know what I'm saying? Like you need to to have these re- these points of reflection and and look at motherfuckers talking about it because it's like it inspires you because it's like I feel way more better now. I feel like I might have to wake up early tomorrow and do a fucking quick two mile run real quick right before work. You know what I'm saying? Like, because why the fuck not? You know, bro, <laughs> I have nothing else to say. And it's, it just feel it like boys. It, it, it honestly, it just boils down to having the discipline to listen to the little voice that's gonna make you suffer the most. You know, like it's rewarding. Like boys, it's it's you know fuck rewarding. Like you feel, yeah. Like there's times where I do something where I never thought I'd do, and then I feel like yo, my dick just grew two more inches just because I did this. You know, where I was like, had I never tried this, I never would have felt this way. You know, like I was always timid and everything. But once I started doing things that made me feel uncomfortable and I got through it, I was like, yo, I painted such a wussy ass motherfucker in my mind. And I stopped myself from doing so much to where it's like, like some of the stuff we 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 tell ourselves is so meaty. It's so mediocre it's so like like why you know and then we don't realize it i didn't realize it i was like why do i have to wake up and run like why do i have to do this like mike tyson's crazy for doing that oh well it's mike tyson that became this champion it's this person that did this and it was like yo that motherfucker's flesh and blood just like me you know it's just the discipline and wanting to do it wanting to do this like knowing that it'll suck but if i can get through something that is tough that only means i fucking i'm tougher than this shit right you know and then you just get better you put like with the again with the 10 minute jump rope man like it took me a minute to even just feel comfortable at five minutes let alone 10 
But I was like, yo, like if I if I always stop here, one, I can't fucking call myself a fighter if I can't even push through the warm up. I, I, you know, like, like I laughed at myself. I was just like, <laughs> I told that to myself. I was like, how fucking pathetic am I? Damn. You know, I was. Just, but then I was like, you know, Jay, you can do this. Like, only you stopping yourself. And it was just like that. I was like, how fucking pathetic are you, Jeremiah? You can do this. Right. Like, let's go. And it was just like I felt so bipolar in my mind. <laughs> where i was just like you piece of shit you stopped here you can do this though good job let's go where i was just like all right let's do this you know but it was just like you we, we make such i've made such like limitations of who and what i can do and become and where has it brought us you know where has no one's ever been like yo thank god i stood in my comfort zone I can't even say it with a straight face, you know, because yeah, no. I'll say that to myself, like, damn, if I keep doing what I'm, I'm doing where I feel comfortable, then I, I will never grow. And me as someone who's trying to show people that you can become your own influencer to help others, it's like, I have to become so hard on myself and so, like, so much of a cheerleader also, you know, because it's tough to get there and put the work and to start the work. And it's even tougher to go through the work all the way through the end, you know, from the first round of pads to the last round of pads. I'm like, I'm giving each minute, each punch, each kick, my absolute all where I've only been come this mother, that motherfucker for like the past two years. And in this quarantine, I realized like some workouts I shouldn't even walked away from because I should have pushed harder. Right. You know, where there's times where there was like a few times where I pushed so hard where I legit started. You ever like see green dots, but they're not green dots? Like stars? Black dots. Yes. Those yeah. stars. Like I would get to that point training and I was like, then, yeah, and that's, I, <laughs> that's when I would start to talk to myself, and it was just like, Jay, this is where we would bitch out. And yeah, yeah. Really stop being a fucking pussy. Yeah, like, yeah. go through it. You know, that brought me back. Yeah, <laughs> those moments are very daisy. <laughs> those, yo, know, but but see how quick they go away. Yeah, yeah. But then, and then one thing I I noticed is like, we we acknowledge that certain moments go away, yet we hold on to things that aren't aren't true you know like we'll listen to like such shit in our mind but we know that it's we we've seen it you know like something happens and then it goes away and then something happens and it goes away and it's like we think oh well why can't this happen to me and it's like you're in you're probably in your own fucking way like here's an opportunity that probably presented itself to you you didn't take it and then it was like all right i'm gonna go to the next motherfucker you know and so it's it's all about just like what what we're boiling it down to is like yourself like if you're stuck in the revolving door you have to notice that and it, it it's taken i'm only 25 and i just in this quarantine have realized like that i've been in the revolving door even though like i may have done x y and z you know i'm, I'm still human and i still 
I'm not trying to be perfect. If someone's trying to be perfect, you're going to run a race that's, that has no ending, my friend. Right, right, yeah. You know, so the only, the only thing I tell myself is, what did I do yesterday? Can I do more today in any way? Whether it was yesterday I did, I think I rode to Blydenburg. I told you guys I did the, like a, the, the bike ride. And I was like, today, I was like, shit, all right, today I can work on financial. Like I can work, I can do this, I can do that. Boom, I did it. And then tomorrow I was like, all right, Jay, we got to run and we got to work out because today we didn't do as much working out, but I know tomorrow I'm going to push harder than I did today in right. the physical. And so that's why I, what I, what I realized is there's no real rest day. Like when people say they want to rest, like rest when you're resting but you always have an opportunity to work on something, whether it's financial, it's even physical, spiritual, yeah. mental, or physical. Yeah. You know, like yesterday I did the miles. Today I worked on financial. Tomorrow I'll do something physical and like mental. You have, God forbid, an injury or something that prevents you from doing something. All right. I'll take it as an yeah, opportunity exactly. to learn something, to, to practice something else that I don't discipline enough, you know? like Bro, I'm going to cut you off right there. Look at the quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's an opportunity for us to be with ourselves. And I told, I, I, I view it like physical health was here before because I was hitting the gym. I was getting muscular. Right. Uh, my mental was here, and now with quarantine, it's like my mental acuity, is <laughs> and then my physical peak is like down here because I am getting chubbier, definitely. But I, mm -hmm. I feel that 100. percent But let me. What were you about to say? I don't even know. Well, what what were what were we talking about right before that? Oh, first got lost in the fucking sauce. Yeah, I haven't man. said a fucking word in one hour because I've just been taking all. Bro, you've just been man. listening. Be a yeah, sponge. Bro. It is mood music. Look at you. You in a room. Blue lights. See purple me? lights. I don't even know what oh, kind yeah, of lights man. those are. You see me, man. It's been beautiful, bro. Like, um, I appreciate you. I mean, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta cut this off right here, man. They don't, you know, these conversations like this really, um bring you into such a fucking place and it brings me into a fucking place where I just shut the fuck up and like you said listen and I don't really want to get in my fucking super bag because we were going for hours about this shit bro hours hell yeah man uh, thank you I, I appreciate that from everyone you can just, uh, all thank you, guys. you guys thank you for being open yeah uh, hey, Drew, yeah. thank you for being open um I was being open it, it is it is what it is this is what, what we're trying to do and and you know if you can just be open-minded and taking a different approach and you know everything that that jeremiah was saying if you can have that that um the open mind to at least explore then congratulations to you if not and if you feel like this is just a complete waste of your time and you and, and you feel like what we said today was all dumb then that's love to you too man yeah, i hope you, know you have a great day then exactly as you know it's as you and, and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing, there's nothing wrong nothing. with that at all so uh jeremiah thank you Tell these motherfuckers where they can follow you. Yes. Um, or training, uh, all that, whatever you got going on. You trying to get well, right, you, hit this man up. If you want to train or you're you just want to see more about me, you can go on my Instagram. I, I'm not on it right now. I'm taking this time to still be by myself with my thoughts so that way I can come back a much still stronger be active, though, right? Huh? It's still gonna be active though, like the account. Yeah, like it's a Jeremiah, J-E-R-I-M-I-A-H underscore Kid Flash underscore Vega, V-E-G-A. 
and that's that's my IG. I don't go on. Uh, what's what's the one with the ghost? Uh, Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat, yeah, or uh, Facebook. I don't I don't really go on those. But um, so IG is where you can find you. Yeah, if you really if you really want to see a lot about Jeremiah, you get there. And before I before we even cut out, I just want to tell you guys and the audience, like, listen, I. I'm nobody. I'm absolutely no one. I'm not a professional oh, neither, fighter. Yeah, neither I'm us. not I'm not like this God, nor do I think I am, nor do I really want to be. I'm just simply someone who, like us all, went through life's experiences, but saw that I, I made myself out to be a victim more more so than to be my own savior. And for anyone that like really wants to start their journey, if you can accept the fact that it's going to suck, it's not the journey is going to suck, but the accountability that it, that you'll undergo and in accepting and realizing that you have played the victim card. That's when the, that's the tough part, you know, because that was a tough part for me to be like, yo, I'm, I've been a victim my whole fucking life. And that's why I haven't gotten anywhere, you know? So not to even say like my life has flourished, but I can, I know for a fact, I can do a lot of physical things that most people can't do because I made myself stop being the victim. I call myself a fucking bitch when I want to stop, you know, like you got to do shit like that. It, whatever works for you, you know, it may not work for someone. It may not work for Ann. It may not work for Dro, but what Dro or Ann does may not work for me. Right. Who gives a fuck? What yeah, works try. for you works for you. And that's it. If what you're doing is helping you get better and you're not shitting on others, like I'm not saying like, oh, fuck these guys. Like, it's like you just do it for yourself and then you doing for yourself, like genuinely accepting yourself and, knowing what you want to do and working towards it will help you, but more importantly, will be a beacon of hope for other people. And that's what life's really all about. Man. Couldn't even send it better myself. God damn. Snaps. No, Kimmy Tumelo, if you had the chance to listen to this, we appreciate you. We love you. Share this with somebody because uh, somebody Please might need it. If not, you heard. 100%. So we love y'all. Catch up just follow simply too mellow you will not be disappointed if you Appreciate follow you. simply too mellow man like that girl token nation i almost bought like five shirts yeah <laughs> Those bro, shirts shout, out to lexi. Fire, bro. shout out to lexi peters no once i saw her i was like what is this and i looked yeah. on the shirts i was like yo this shit is yeah lit as fuck. That's what it is, <laughs> man you just highlight you know you you highlight like i just love mm-hmm. introducing meeting new people it's fucking awesome you know like i'm happy that I have Anthony in my life and he introduced me to you and it's, it's dope. Like, it's just, it's great conversation and it's, it's great mental insight. It's beautiful. Vice versa, man. You know, yeah. I, I appreciate, I appreciate Anthony and my I appreciate guy. Anthony for introducing me to you and to Vin. And okay. I hope he's well and safe and everything. I'm doing this right now. Dude, being his fucking meat. Uh, I don't know. I thought, I, yeah, think I, he, was I, I thought he was rolling dice. <laughs> I thought he was rolling. <laughs> rolling dice and milking himself. All right, man. Love y'all. Catch y'all next week. Love y'all too. Peace. Peace.